Hey loves, like you, I desire an abundant life and its lifestyle and to continue to show up as my best version of self, where we win in life to reclaim, rediscover, redesign an authentic and genuine self. And yes, this is intimacy on a whole new level. Welcome. Join us at claritywithsue.com. Again, that's claritywithsue.com. Welcome to the good life. I almost feel like it's welcome to the jungle. <laughs> welcome to Sueville Jungle. A little bit different of a spin, a little, but, but we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. Hello there, Benny. Hi. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Good morning. Cooling down finally. 104, 102. We didn't see well, those temperatures, but it was up. It was the low 90s, but that's that's hot for Washington. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Ugh, nothing, nothing beats Pacific Northwest summers. It's so stunning, yeah. so beautiful. But we're taking a break oh, this week. That's good for all of us. It is. Water <laughs> the earth, my love. Yeah. How are you? How are the boys? How's life? Good. We're all uh, getting ready for another weekend. Of, we got camping on the books for next weekend, so... Ah! Yeah, we're gonna do that. We do a once a year trip down to the Olympia area, and uh, we'll go. We'll do that. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love. I, you know, of course, I'm an empty nester. It kind of comes with a double edged sword. You can I'm still in- go camping with the girls. Yeah. No, they want nothing to do with mom. Oh wait. I mean, come on. You could change it to glamping, and then they might change their mind. No, I've tried to fly them to. Cabo to Arizona. They're too busy. They've spread. I know. They say no to Cabo. They say no. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, know. I know. Let me talk it to him. I'll good. get out. Let me talk to him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And WSU is starting up pretty soon. Yes. And so is Arizona. Yep. So everybody's going to be heading out. So with that being said, all of you, please be safe. Mind your P's and Q's. Yep. Your peoples and. I was going to say people's and body breaks because that was the only thing with the PPs I could think of. It goes, it goes all together. <laughs> oh, you know what kind of lineup we got today. All right, guys. <laughs> we are having fun. We always do that on the show. We really do. We're talking about serious um, topics, techniques, mind hacks, uh, positive psychology, traumas, uh, We're here to reclaim, rediscover, and redesign our life that is authentic and genuine for ourselves. That has been my number one goal, my why, never to ever, ever diminish myself for somebody else's actions, behaviors, thoughts, uh, and or values. So deciding what and getting very clear on what is important to you, authentic and genuine to you. You guys have heard me talk about that. Authentic and genuine are very anchoring, grounding words for me, and you're welcome to adhere those to your values. Today, and like last week, I'm going to be doing some education. I'm probably going to be doing it throughout August. Uh, Today, and thank you, by the way, audience, for uh, sending me all of your questions and requests. And I will tell you, yet again, boundaries uh, have made it to the top list. We're going to talk about boundaries today. We're going to go pretty deep. I'm, I've, one of my teachers, Nancy Levine, in fact, <clears throat> I've got one of her books right here. I'm going to be talking um, about some of the things that I teach, what I have learned. And then I'm also going to be talking about uh, setting boundaries that will set you free. Some of the stuff that Nancy Levine talks about in her book. I have been blessed to interview her 
I think a couple times and I'd love to bring her back on again. But in the meantime, we're going to be talking about uh, things that I have found on my journey about boundaries as a recovering people pleaser. And now mind you, I say that and I say that with love. There's no real emotional charge behind that. But I also need to reiterate to you guys that I love being nurturing and kind and compassionate. That's a huge personal value to me. Now I am just that way. I'm just that giver, that nurturer with boundaries. And I think and boundaries and then also learning a respectful no and then the language on how to set up those boundaries. Because as a loving, nurturing person, it's not that my intention is always to come from compassion and love. It's never my intention to hurt anybody, let anybody down. And I know that's not me, it's on them. However, I choose to show up a certain way. And that is again, all about what I teach and getting clear on who you are and how you're showing up. So with that, we are gonna get started. We're gonna jump into boundaries. I'm gonna remind all of you how to get the newsletter if you want a copy of this show. And all you gotta do is go to claritywithsue.com and the newsletter little insignia or box or whatever it's called is gonna pop up for you. So just sign up for it there. We only send it out once a month. Uh, you'll get links and gifts from guests or me. Um, you'll get updates, love bumps, giggles i pull cards every year or not every year every week to set the intention and just to kind of get us clear and focused on um what could be going on under the hood under the hood and you guys have also known me as the gratitude cafe as well it's all the same same messaging uh we just kind of changed the branding a little bit it's still me sue with love we are live on youtube all you gotta do is type in 1150 kknw we're also streaming live on twitter and what's the other handle benny it's well we are uh simon got three areas we have youtube twitter and then also um uh facebook facebook that's yeah. it gotcha mm -hmm. Thank you. And Benny, I know you're working so hard to get all three of those streaming. <laughs> you're a superstar. Thank you. Well, if I remember to push like one single button like I did last week, I did this week. So I've double checked. We should be okay. Yay! So, it's all good. So okay. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hi. Yes. Thank you, Benny. Okay. We are going to get started, you guys. We're going to talk about some boundaries. I wanted to, uh, this popped up today and I thought it was so important. So I'm going to read this to you and then I'm going to read to you from Nancy Levine. Um, one of her, she, she, what does she call it? Hang on a minute. Let me look here. The anatomy of a boundary. So I'm going to get into that and we're going to talk about boundaries and we're going to talk about techniques and tools. Just again, it's getting clear and you can get clear. You're going to get the education. You're going to start your transformation. You hear me talk about the three phases of transformation. I tell you this because it's important that you understand the basis of your transformation. It's the awareness, then it's the clarity, the education, the teacher will show up in your life. And then as you transform and integrate and align with that language and the new platform, the new lifestyle, the new language, that's within the transformation and alignment and figuring out what language works for you. So it's really important that you understand those three phases. So I would say probably with the radio show, we're in the education. So here we go. And it's not probably it is. So listen to this. Let's set the intention. There are so many good things flowing into your life right now due to the work you have put in to break free of limiting beliefs and improve your outlook on life. Your mindset has transformed your reality. You are nowhere near the same person you were a year ago. Give yourself credit. 
and give yourself a pat on the back for the momentum you are generating. These inner shifts positively affect everyone you encounter. Love on yourself, my friends. I think that's such a great message and so valuable. And, and it's another reminder about having the CCs in life, compassionate curiosity for yourself and others as you are in the transformation, as you are walking across your bridge of transformation, your bridge of fear, whatever that might look like. Okay, let's jump into boundaries. And again, I want to remind all of you, thank you so much for sending me your questions and requests and conversations, what you really, really wanted to hear from me. And again, yet again, like I said at the top of the hour, boundaries is it. So mm -hmm. I'm going to read to you the anatomy of boundaries out of one of my teachers, Nancy Levine, um, Setting Boundaries Will Set You Free, one of her latest books. And she goes on to say, the boundary is the marker where I can no longer be myself, no longer congruent with or authentic to who I am. When I am about to lose myself, that's the boundary point. And yet, time and time again, we miss it. The disconnection from self that amplifies the way my intention pulls toward you as if my nervous system is being dragged by a magnet. I have been lost and we are bound, and I need to find the rhythm of who I am without you while with you still. Oh, did you hear that? That is so beautiful. I have been lost, and we are bound, and I need to find the rhythm of who I am without you while still with you. The vital recalibration back to me, knowing where I end, and you begin. My body and my mind rest, restore and regulate best when I'm alone and not satisfying someone else's needs. Slowing down now, I allow myself to rest. I have been depriving myself of and by overgiving and being on high alert. Time to liberate me instead of rescuing everyone else. Only I can restore my resources. No longer willing to do whatever it takes when whatever it takes comes at such a high cost to me. I'm no longer allowing an old commitment to people-pleasing external validation and approval to override my commitment to my own truth and authenticity. The patterns we are running won't dissolve by someone else's making that change. My boundary is mine alone and, and to honor. We think our withholds, we keep us safe, but revealing is what allows connection and healing. Ah, so good. And if you guys are just tuning in, that was the anatomy of a boundary by one of my great teachers, Nancy Levine. Now, let me ask you something, guys. Do you put other people first? Do you make plans? Um, letting them pick the movie, letting them pick the restaurant, the vacation, um, do you still find yourself feeling resentment towards others because they don't seem to take your needs into consideration? Can you relate to that? I know I can. And taking accountability and responsibility is the number one thing. It's the awareness that it is your responsibility. You teach people how to treat you. And this is such a huge, valuable lesson. And I know when you're, when you, when you genuinely care and nurture, that stings when you hear that to say, wait a minute, holy shiitake, I, I have taught people to 
treat me like crappuccino? You have, you really have. And I'm going to talk about something that I also learned with Nancy Louie. Own that it's yours who has been crossing your own boundary and taking responsibility in our own lives. I talk so much about that because as a recovering people pleaser, it is so important that you are accountable for telling people what your needs are. So let's go back to the clarity aspect on all that I've been teaching. And, and, and I, I'm walking my talk here, folks. It is you stepping back and getting clear on what you truly desire, what your needs are. So the number one tool when I was starting my transformation and my journey with boundaries and recovering people pleaser and getting really clear on what that meant to me, what that looked like, that helped showing up in my life, how I could speak my boundary without, you know, feeling like I was being rude. Um, the word try, taking the word try out of your vocabulary is hands down the number one technique and tool, mindset hack, self-regulating that I have done. And I recommend you doing that 24-7 to yourself with the inside dialogue and externally as well. And then, you know, following up, you're taking the try out of the vocabulary is a way of forcing you to get clear on what you truly want, where you want to expel your energy, where you want to, and that's a big thing. Let's pin, let's put a pin in that because I've also had clients that have come to me and when I'm teaching on these types of platforms, when they come to me and they're like, I am so exhausted, I'm, I'm burnt out, I'm tired. And I'm like, okay, well, let's take, let's get really clear on where you're expelling your energy. Are you saying too many yeses and not enough no's? You know, what, what is authentic again, what is authentic and genuine to you? And what is that alignment? What is your personal code of conduct? That's something else that, that I teach and talk about and getting really clear about your personal code of conduct. So let's talk about taking responsibility for our lives. And there was something else that I wanted to talk about too, within the, the, the boundaries as well. <clears throat> and that is sarcasm. And I have talked about this and taught about this. And I just am going to lovingly, delicately have a conversation around sarcasm and boundaries and how you're showing up and how sarcasm shows up in a manner that you're not getting your needs met. That means back up, you are not clear what those needs are and you feel as though perhaps you have been taken advantage of, you, you have resentment that's going on here. Something's off, right? So we're going to talk about um, boundaries and sarcasm. I want to talk to you really quickly about taking responsibility for our own lives. And I'm going to read a little insert again from Nancy Levine, one of my teachers. And I'm basically her, not basically her first and foremost, the first step is that taking responsibility, knowing that that boundary setting is yours. And you're to, you're to blame that, you know, you teach people how to treat you. And that's a, it's a big, big lesson to learn. And I'm saying that with love and compassion because I'm walking it too, guys. So here, here's what Nancy Levine um, talks about taking responsibility for our lives. Yes, it's true. You're crossing your own boundaries in your life. Nobody can cross your boundaries unless you allow it. Ouch. This one hurts. I know. But if you're going to learn how to set effective boundaries, you have to face it. And this is the face it when you guys heard me 
uh, the last week when I was talking about the contrast. The contrast is understanding and learning and getting clear or facing it, crossing the bridge of initiation, crossing the bridge of fear, facing it, becoming aware of. That contrast is simply an opportunity for you to learn. And it's really important that you keep reminding yourself that so you don't get down on yourself. You don't go down that rabbit hole of of more fear, of resentment, of doubts, shames, guilts, all of that mucky muck. We want to keep you above the line. We want to keep you uh, and your nervous system in homeostasis as best as we can. Again, going back to getting clear on how you want to show up, those self-regulating techniques and tools that I've taught you before. So looking at that contrast with the CCs in life, another superpower tip, compassionate curiosity, just get really curious, stay curious, stay in that intention, right? Okay, so let's get back to what Nancy says. But if you're going to learn how to set effective boundaries, you have to face it. It is your responsibility to recognize, set, and communicate the boundaries you need so that others have been given fair warning. Then if your boundary gets crossed, you must take a stand and not get out of, out of the situation where you're declared limits are not being respected. If you don't, you're crossing your own boundaries. That's so valuable. So let, let's go on to talk about what Nancy says here. It says, when it comes to everyday limits, this book focuses on, or this book is focused on, there simply is no such thing as someone else violating your boundary. The responsibility is yours. Not that your overbearing parent, your annoying coworker, or your unruling kids. <laughs> I don't want to face this truth either. For a long time, I felt my husband was violating my boundaries. His behavior was unacceptable. I thought he should have been ashamed of himself. But guess what? Nancy Levine goes on to say, I let it happen. It is all you. You are the one. You are the one who's got to be accountable and stand up for that. And finding out and getting clear. Let's back up again. You know, everything that I'm talking about is getting clear on what your needs and desires are. It's really important to figure that out. So you can put up those boundaries and you can use that technique of taking try out of your vocabulary. Really start sprinkling that throughout your life now. Okay, so Nancy Levine goes on to talk about, I went back over and over expecting a different outcome from the same man. Of course, he did trample on my needs and desires, but only because I opened the door for him to do so. Ah, oh, did you hear that? I went back over and over expecting a different outcome from the same man. Of course, he did trample on my needs and desires, but only because I opened the door for him to do so. So that could be a him, a her, a he, a she, a kid, whatever that is. Again, it's you looking at that and having that awareness, taking accountability and responsibility that those boundaries are something that you have to create. All right. So Nancy goes on to states, goes on to say, still not convinced question. The next time you believe someone else is crossing your boundary, remind yourself that it isn't about the person's behavior. It's about how you take care of yourself in the behavior or if, excuse me, if the behavior continues. Let me repeat that. The next time you believe someone else is crossing your boundary, 
remind yourself that it isn't about the person's behavior. It is about how you take care of yourself if the behavior continues. Boom, chaka chaka, boom, chaka chaka. <laughs> I'm like, kaboom. Ah, okay. So Nancy goes on to say, most of us do not want to take responsibility for what happens to us. But the reality is that except in cases of violence, more on that as she talks in her book, no one can cross our boundaries unless we allow it. If you believe someone else is doing something to you, you're stuck in a victim mindset. If you are allowing someone to push through your boundary, that's a choice you have made. So if you are putting up boundaries and they're still pushing through, you still have the choice. This is super powerful. You've got to remind them that that behavior is not okay, right? It's about you. It's about how you take care of yourself if the behavior continues. Oh, smack a Rooney. Okay, I'm going to remind you about Setting Boundaries Will Set You Free with Nancy Levine. It's an incredible book. She's one of my great teachers. Uh, I go back to this book so many, so many times. Now, even in the conversation of boundaries and all of that. I want to talk about boundaries we can't control. So, so we get really clear on that. And I, I know that this is really important. Boundaries we can't control. I want to make it clear that the boundaries I'm talking about in this book and, and also me as Sue are ones which we have some measure of control. I'm not talking about instances when someone has attacked you, sexually violated you or held you against your will. The last thing I want is for those who are true victims to take on the responsibility for what happened to them. Did you guys hear that? So make sure you see that discernment. Far, far too often rape and abuse victims blame themselves, which is not the case of what we're talking about in these boundaries here. This is damaging and simply untrue. There are times when people can, um, I don't know what that word is, Benny. That's funny. Okay, I'm going to have to read back. There are sometimes when people have violent situations and setting boundaries, but I'm well aware that there are other times when this isn't easy or safe. So it's important that you guys understand that. And Nancy goes on to say more details about that, but also what I'm talking about as well. Um, there are different styles of boundaries. Again, even with these incredible thought leaders like the Nancy Levines that come and talk to us about boundaries, first and foremost, you have to have the awareness that this is something that you have created that is, that is happening in your life and lifestyle. So you then have to have the education and the teacher that comes in and says, all right, you've got to self-regulate. You've got to look at the contrast. You've got to have the awareness and educate yourself and take a stand for yourself and understand what your needs are. I think this is so important. And when I talk about needs, needs and desires, your personal code of conduct, you heard me talk about and promote about the PCC. The PCC is your personal code of conduct. I have three areas in which I teach this, and that is entrepreneurs getting really clear, uh, entrepreneurs and small businesses getting really clear and aligning with your team. So you don't, you don't lose money, time, and energy. If, you're, if your bottom line is really important, it's going to be really important for you to get really clear on what that personal code of conduct is for your business. So you can bring a team on that aligns with that. 
And then the second is new families. It's the same thing with parenting and aligning with the same values. Ultimately, and unfortunately, there could be divorce. Then third is single, and you are looking for a partnership. You've got to get really clear on who you are, how you're showing up, and what you're attracting. And your personal code of conduct um, is exactly that. It is a profound clarity tool for you to align that's authentic to yourself and getting really clear on what your needs and desires are so you then can attract that team, that partnership, uh, the parent team values uh, that are really important. Uh, you know what, let's take a quick commercial break. It's almost 8.30, but before I start diving in deep into setting up boundaries, setting up boundaries, what that looks like, and the discernment, and then also sarcasm, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to chat just a little bit more on the social media. So if you would like to join us there for about three minutes, we're over there on YouTube at 11.50 a.m. And of course, Facebook and Twitter. So we'll be right back. We're talking about boundaries today, you guys. Sue here with Clarity with Sue. You also know me as the host and creator of the Gratitude Cafe. Please sign up for the newsletter so we can stay in touch. All you got to do is go to claritywithsue.com, sign up for the newsletter, and I am creating vitality, abundance, and resilience. I want you to win in life and to reclaim, rediscover, redesign the authentic and genuine you. If that sounds juicy and yummy, come over, let's have a conversation, sign up for the newsletter and or the coaching program and the C2C live online program. Again, that's claritywithsue.com. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Saving Great Animals, a Seattle-based dog rescue organization, matches families with dogs that are the best fit. Dogs that come from overcrowded animal control shelters, from abandonment or neglect. The key to Saving Great Animals' success is a trial adoption program, including training and counsel as needed. This way, you know you have the right dog before the adoption is final. Saving Great Animals relies solely on donations, so please visit Saving Great Animals animals.org today alternative talk 1150 it's good for what ails you this statement has not been evaluated by the fda Sue Lundquist here, Clarity with Sue, used to be Gratitude Cafe. It's all about the same love. It's all still about new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas. And again, it's getting clear, reclaiming, rediscovering, redesigning an authentic and genuine self that provides confidence. It provides alignment. It provides 
ah, God, you know, in, in business and entrepreneurship, if you're not aligned and aligned with your team, it's going to affect your bottom line. If you're not clear and aligned and have an aligned personal code of conduct with family and raising children, that personal value can end up in divorce. If, if you are a single person and you're looking for that aligned partnership, you've got to get really clear on who you are how you're showing up. And at the top of the hour, we were talking about uh, setting boundaries, what boundaries look like and the importance of taking responsibility for those boundaries. And one of my, one of my, my, one of my favorite teachers is Nancy Levine and setting boundaries will set you free is one of the latest books I was reading from. We were at the break on YouTube and we talked about codependency and boundaries. And that's like, that is one of the number one foundational techniques and pieces that you're going to have to take a look at because um, if you have a tendency or you were raised in codependency, um, I know that I was, you have to have that awareness and then change that personal code of conduct on how you're showing up in the world. So you're going to have to really look at that. You're going to have to look at how co codependencies uh, shown up in your life, how you have reacted based on being in a codependent um, and reactive mode, taking things personally, all that kind of good juicy stuff. Take a look at that, really kind of lean into that. And then leaning into it, looking at the contrast and just taking that opportunity to learn because that, you know, it softens that edge. It's you loving on you. It's you know, you've heard me say that's loving you to 2.0, right? I'm loving you to 2.0. I'm loving me to 2.0. It's important that we gain the tools, the recognition, the discernment, and the awareness, and then the clarity and the education on how we evolve and transform and change. So we talked about um, Nancy Levine. We talked about the I thought it was really powerful. What the, what does she call it though? The the anatomy of a boundary that was so important, and then owning and trusting that uh, your boundaries have been crossed, and it's your responsibility. So if you find yourself um, letting other people make plans for you, the movies, food, um, does self care feel selfish to you? Uh, do you find yourself feeling resentful towards others because they didn't seem to take your needs into consideration? Woo, guess what? It's you. It's it's like the orgasm conversation too. It It's your responsibility to do that for yourself and to teach the other person. You have to take on that accountability. I know that is a completely different conversation. However, it's so important because it's an analogy for life. You know, it's the pleasure centers. It's And I want you to have the pleasure in your life and the joy and the win at life mindset, you know, the pleasures, the, the happy chemicals that are released when, uh, you know, oxytocins, the dopamines, the endorphins, all that good stuff, right? Uh, we don't want the uh, fight or flights anymore. Um, I don't want you in that. I want you in homeostasis. So top of the hour, we talked about that. Then uh, during YouTube, during the break, we talked uh, about codependency really briefly. It was only about three minutes, but it's, you know, it's kind of like that squeaky wheel. If it's, if it's kind of got a squeaky wheel, a thorn for you, please lean into it. Please look at that contrast 
and look at that as an opportunity to learn. Now I'm going to go into um, another conversation around sarcasm and boundaries, because it is again, based on you not getting your needs met. You have to take responsibility and accountability for that. And why is sarcasm play in that soup? I'm going to get to that in just a second. Now, let me, let me repeat what we're doing. We've, we've been talking about this whole hour about setting boundaries, what boundaries look like and, and the importance of it. And it's because you asked me, you get, I mean, it's always been, I mean, I've asked you guys to reach out to me and give me your top three questions and consistently it's about boundaries. What are they? How can I take responsibility? How can I be accountable? Understanding that accountability and responsibility to it. Uh, what it looks like when I'm not setting boundaries. And we talked at the top of the air about the one, taking the word try out of your vocabulary and two, really looking at the codependent in you that is facilitating uh, these, this people pleaser and this lack of boundaries. If you get nothing else, look at those two things, lean into the opportunity of the contrast that I'm talking about. Again, you heard me talk about the contrast. The contrast is just simply things that you're coming up against that you could adjective as fear, doubt, shames, and guilt. Let's eradicate that. Okay. Yes, there are, there's, there are opportunities and times where you, you know, there are fuels to getting to where your needs need to be. Meaning you've heard the statement fear is focus. Well, if you stay in fear too long, you're in fight or, you know, that fight or flight, it doesn't, it's not going to keep your body in homeostasis. It's not going to be sustainable for a long time. So where I'm going with this is just simply look at the contrast, look at the opportunity that you have to learn. And if you keep yourself and your nervous system in homeostasis, homeostasis, you will be able to learn, comprehend, communicate, and educate far greater than you ever could when you're in fight or flight, because if you're in fight or flight, it's all going to the external stuff. You're running, you're going, right? Okay. So <clears throat> let's jump into this contrast or this conversation um, about sarcasm. And the sarcasm, let me read um, some definitions here. Sarcasm refers to the use of words that mean the opposite of what you really want to say especially in order to insult someone or to show irritation or sometimes to just be funny. Now, let's put a pin in that. Just to be funny, we're talking friends, the episode on friends, and there's lots of sarcasm in there. The, the writers have written this in, it's expected. There's sarcasm as a joke commodity. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about sarcasm as it refers to you not getting your needs met. So let me reframe this or re-say this again. Sarcasm refers to the use of words that mean the opposite of what you really want to say, especially in order to insult somebody or to show irritation. For example, saying that you're really on top of things to describe to a group of people who are very organized and is using sarcasm. <clears throat> Go and look it up. You can look it up for yourself. So what I what do I mean by this in emotions? Let me let me talk to you about comprehension and emotional impact. The irony and sarcasm are are, are well. Let me back up. Irony and sarcasm are forms of non-literal language that are often used to communicate the opposite 
of what we literally feel. Okay, so let's look at that. <clears throat> Excuse me. What we literally feel, what our needs are, what is our personal code of conduct? How are we showing up in the world? How am I representing myself? Am I proud of myself? What can I do to bring pride to myself? How can I show up in a manner? What makes me happy and proud, right? So sarcasm, and, and those were just a litter of questions that you could be asking yourself, helping you to get clear on who you are and how you're showing up. Again, um, me teaching the personal code of conduct and then you going to the self-regulating tools, which are the craziness clarity tools. I just put a little dabble in there because I'm going to start launching and doing in-person personal code of conduct courses, education classes to the WeWorks and the entrepreneurs of the world, um, to the single organizations and also the new parenting uh, organizations as well. So send me an email if that's something that you would like to get more information on. Going back to sarcasm and not getting our needs met and boundaries. The boundaries was one of the top things that you guys wanted me to talk about. So if you're not getting your needs met and you're throwing out sarcasm because it is opposite to what you're getting. You need to really look at that and see if that's really what you meant. When I hear sarcasm, I know that they're hurting inside. I know that there's something going on that their needs are not being met. They haven't been able to communicate. They're scared to communicate, fear to communicate, fear of rejection, fear of uh, well, rejection, let's just use rejection as a big, huge umbrella, because that's that's a valuable um, adjective to describe some, something that would be happening to us. So let's look at that. Let's look at it, where in our life that we are using sarcasm. Let's lean into that. And again, looking at contrast, an opportunity to learn. Look at where you're being sarcastic. Are you doing it in work? Are you doing, are you communicating it at work? Are you communicating it, it being sarcasm in your personal life? And if you are, look at it and ask yourself why. Why was, why did I respond that way? Or why, you know, and I use the word snarky because that's my internal language. My, you know, you're being a little snarky. I use it to myself. I'm like, okay, I do a check-in. I'm like, what's going on inside of me? Where is it that my needs aren't getting met? So, and I use the language that I use. If I'm upset with somebody, if it's if it's a partnership, like, um, oh, this has been so common with, with my folks that I've talk, talked to in the dating world. So let's go to this. When you're flirting and having a good time and the conversation is kind of switched to a more intimate conversation, then you meet in person and then there's an expectation by the other person without having a conversation, without any kind of conversation of what that could look like. Your expectation based on how you think they should show up. Not an expectation, I'm going to have a miracle today. There's complete difference, right? You following me here? This is an expectation on how you think they should be showing up and that's that's incorrect so that expectation and we're talking about like for example the dating bubble and they have made a point to come and see you and talk to you and hang out with you still with the underlining expectation that there could be intimacy for example and then they 
start getting sarcastic and snarky because things aren't moving as they expected in the dating realm, right? They had expected, well, it was going to move along and there would be intimacy. And, and again, I'm talking to those that happen to be in the single world because I've had these conversations so much about those those needs and desires not being met, not being communicated, and then uh, resentment by the other one's expectations of how they should have reacted or responded. <clears throat> so it's really important that in that dating world that you're very clear on that personal code of conduct, you're communicating your boundaries. Get curious and have that compassionate, curious conversation. What that does, it opens your heart, it, it creates confidence, it builds external um, confidence and environments and aligns with people that you want to have in your world. Now, if you were the person that are on the other side where you had that expectation, enough with the shame and the guilt and the frustration, just look at that, own it, take accountability for it, and use this as an opportunity to check in with yourself and go, okay, what could I have done better? What could I have done differently that I know that's truly authentic and aligned and genuine for me? And change it. You can then, if it's important to you in that relationship, apologize to that person for the way you showed up or the way you treated them, the sarcasm, whatever that looks like. Hopefully that makes sense to all of you. It's, you know, I, I talk about all of this and, and I, I would like somebody here having a conversation back and forth, um, but it's kind of like I'm talking to myself and just educating here. So we have talked, we've covered a lot about uh, boundaries. Um, I talk a lot about boundaries and go deep, head deep into boundaries in my craziness clarity course. Now the craziness clarity course, the C2C program is all about self-regulating mindset hacks, positive psychology, law of attraction, really great proven techniques and tools to help you self-regulate after you have gotten clear with your personal code of conduct. Now, is it one or the other? No, you can totally, if you, if you can totally go in there and get some really valuable tools in, in the C2C program for self-regulating a mindset, totally valuable. Is it even more profound if you do your PCC and complete, get really clear on what your personal code of conduct is, and then as you're setting up boundaries, as you're languaging boundaries, going in and using the C2C techniques and um, tools, absolutely, it's super valuable, both will will be of massive value regardless of which way you go it could be a standalone and either you take the pcc or you are already clear on who you are and then you get the self-regulating tools if you are a person that <clears throat> in entrepreneurship uh you have a team and you have a lot of turnover. If you have uh, lack of management, lack of communication, lack of alignment, um, money, time, all that stuff being wasted. I mean, ask your bottom line's important to you. It's gonna be really important that you set up your personal code of conduct within your company, within your team in that organization. You can do it on your own. Just set up your personal code of conduct. Really get clear on what that looks like. Align with that, make, you know, 10, 12, 
adjectives or three adjectives to describe that that's how you and your team are going to consistently show up and grow and transform and align with that team. It's really important. If you want, you can also learn the personal code of conduct and the tips and tools that I teach as well. If you are a new family and parenting, you're married, you have a new family, getting married, it is vitally important that you both are aligned with each with each other's values, um, especially going into raising children and having each other's back and aligning with that. Otherwise, it will lead to divorce because if you're not aligned, there's going to be too much contrast that uh, you just can't come together on, you know, massive differences in religions and beliefs. If you, if you guys can come to a unified front of what your code of conduct is and staying consistent to that, that's going to be really important. So create that. If you are single and you are looking for that ideal partnership that you really want, you've got to get really clear on how you're showing up, how you want to or who you want to attract in the world. Um, if you want to be the party guy, the party girl, and that's where you're at right now, then go for it. Do that. Honor it. Just be honest with yourself. And then if you want to really start honing in and looking for that ideal, loving, trusting, safe relationship, then go in and start doing the work of getting really clear on who you are and how you're showing up in the world. Well, you're getting clear either way. You're party girl, party guy, or you're looking for the ideal partnership. Regardless, whether it's me or anybody else, I'm telling you, setting up your personal code of conduct, which is your personal value system, and then languaging your personal boundaries around your personal code of conduct, setting up rules, setting for yourself, and setting up boundaries and self-regulating around this new personal code of conduct, this new life and lifestyle. It's going to bring confidence. It's going to bring abundance. It's going to bring joy. Uh, that confidence, that pride in, that heart pride, I call it heart pride. You heard me talk about it on my last show. And it's not that ego pride. It's heart pride that, I, you know what? I did good at a boy, at a girl. I'm proud of myself for that. Own it. Honor that in yourself. You should be proud. You should take ownership into aligning with that self-love and self-care. Uh, so if that sounds good to you, I'd love to chat with you. You guys can go to my uh, website, which is claritywithsue.com. Sign up for the newsletter. And there is also, I believe it's claritywithsue.com forward slash PCC. And we'll make sure that we have this in the show notes uh, that you can get on the wait list for the online and in-person personal code of conduct training that I'm going to be doing. Um, if you want me to come to your organization and teach and educate on that, and then also add in some self-regulating tools, I would love to do that. I mean, that's my sweet spot. I want to be in person. I want to be engaging with you in the audience and all of us swimming in all of that and learning from, from it, uh, from ourselves. So we talked a little bit about that resentment and sarcasm. I know, and, and I, and I'm taking deep breaths and really loving and leaning into this moment because for so many of us, we do not realize 
how that sarcasm is hurting us and the other person and the confusion that is playing part in this whole conversation. The confusion is you're not getting your needs met. The confusion is you're being sarcastic and not really showing up and being kind of, well, not kind of, you are. You're being sarcasm, like I said, the dictionary says, where, where was that? I got to read the um, definition. What does it say here? It says that refers to the use of words that mean the opposite of what you really want to say, especially in order to in, in especially in order to insult somebody, somebody or show them or show irritation. So if you are showing irritation or insulting somebody, is that how you want to show up? Now again, hang on. I said this earlier. I'm not talking about an episode of Friends that the script has been written in and there's sarcasm and it's meant for funny, right? That's an ex that you expect that. I'm talking about sarcasm as it refers to you truly leaning into what your needs are and what that looks like and getting really clear. First, having the awareness that you're doing it, then getting really clear on how you want to show up. And if you want to show up by the definition of insulting somebody or showing irritation, then own that. That's not anybody I want to attract into my life. Uh, let's be clear. Let's be proactive. Let's be uh, in our intention of conversation, being proactive, loving, and kind and saying, these are my needs. These are my desires. Um, and there are moments that you're just like, yeah, that's, that's it. What are the, what is it that they say? It's like, um, I don't know what I've lost the word. It's like your end all. What, what's that? Well, I forget what that word is. You guys probably are saying it out loud and I can't think of it. But anyways, let's wrap this show up. <laughs> it's been a good juicy show. I'm trying to remember what that, that it's like, you know, in a relationship, it's you're like, nope, it, it can't. I have to, I'm trying to remember the word. Ah, anyways. This has been a great show. Audience, thank you so much for asking these questions. Again, if you are just joining us and wondering why we had this deep conversation about boundaries and sarcasm and taking accountability and responsibility, it's because you asked for it. It's, all, it's been a very consistent education and platform for me to come on and talk about boundaries and talking about your needs and those needs not getting met. So thank you so much for um, engaging and asking those tough questions because right I, I and i walk the talk with you guys i get it i understand so remember take the word try out of your vocabulary really look at where codependency is and is showing up in your life in your language uh your emotions your reactions really look at that and then change it and you can change that by taking the word try out of your vocabulary that could be number one and number two just having the awareness of it is really going to be so powerful for you and confidence building. It's going to be so valuable. Again, as the umbrella, it's a contrast. Look at this umbrella as just an opportunity to learn. Have the CCs in life, foster the CCs in life, compassionate curiosity for yourself and others. Kind of takes that sting. Get really curious about how you're feeling or not feeling or the other person. Curious, and then that means listen. 
listen without resentment, listen without taking things personally, just get compassionate and learn from the contrast of opportunity. I love this conversation, you guys. Keep bringing me the questions. I, I really, really, this is my sweet spot. I love educating and even more so in person. So I would love to come to your organization and or entrepreneurial kind of we work environments to have this conversation. So with that being said, go to claritywithstu.com, sign up for the newsletter, get some more information. And um, yeah. I guess that's really it. Reclaim, rediscover, redesign your authentic and genuine self. Get those happy chemicals, the oxytocins and the dopamines firing up, not the other stuff. We want the juicy stuff going. I want you to enjoy and love. So stay above the line, stay in your lane, stay in love, stay in compassion. If that's where you choose to be in your personal code of conduct in life and your lifestyle, uh, always remember that your life and business got to be aligned if they're not and you're working for somebody that's not aligned with your personal code of conduct it will end up in a dissolution it's just it's not manageable uh, and that could be your marriage as well so i love you guys get really clear on how you're showing up um your personal code of conduct then really applying those self-regulating tools to keep you sustained and above the line i love you and uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. We'll see you later. And until then, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. A new day, the game has changed. The pieces in place and now we're moving. We shine in this new light and live how we want. Yeah, fresh star, light that spark. And we take off, yeah, we'll be flying We're here, a brand new gear to show what we got Here we go, it's our day It's time to celebrate Let's roll, it's our fate It's time to celebrate Welcome to the good life Hey loves, this is Sue with the Gratitude Cafe and my website, Clarity with Sue, creating vitality, abundance, resilience. It's clear mindset. Clarity is your fuel and your gas pedal for all that you desire. Win at life and reclaim, rediscover, redesign the authentic and genuine you. Come get some freebies at claritywithsue.com. That is claritywithsue.com.